Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. My name is Joe. Joining me tonight is Nick. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Joe. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. We have our first real big, like, 65-degree weather day of the year. I'm really happy here. The windows are open. It's nice and warm in the apartment. All that We're already stuff. in the 80s. So. Yeah, I know. You're in Georgia, though. Yeah. Also joining us is Sean. Sean, how are you doing? Good. Good? Yeah. Is it 60 out there yet? No. Oh. No, it's actually, hold on, it's actually kind of cold here. You'll get I mean, it soon. Quote unquote cold. It's fifty two. Yeah, it's still cold. Yeah. No, whenever I say it's cold and it's fifty two, you're like, y'all have no idea what cold. Well, it is. it's it's not warm <laughs> enough to open the windows yet. No, yeah, that's the difference. We're not opening windows at fifty two. You're bundling <laughs> for the Arctic at fifty two. There's a big difference there. <laughs> it's sixty one here right now. By the way, I'm I, I'm so sorry for you. Your deepest. We don't. We, we we. I never open the windows because it's just no point. It's either air conditioner on or heater on. One of the two. So yeah. good. Good point. Good point. Also joining us tonight is a special guest. It's Taylor, the proprietor, owner, re- leader. I, I don't know what else to say. Of Orlando Informer dot com or dot net. I keep forgetting. Dot com. Dot com. com. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Whatever. We're parkscope.net. You know, it's one of those weird things. So, how, what's the temperature like by you? Uh, let's see. You know, I should have prepared with you asking them, but let's see. Uh, we got 73 right now. Oh, very nice. Down in South Florida. A balmy 73. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's where are the uh, theme park leading uh, weather podcasts. So what can we say? <laughs> We're just going to talk about weather the compl- all the time. Um, so let's start off real quick. Uh, Sean, do you want to talk a little bit about the Justice League Dark Ride and, and stuff like that? Uh, I think the one in... Well, today on Twitter, I think the one in, it was the one in St. Louis was installing some of their animatronics, like I, the um, the cyborg animatronic and the Joker animatronic. We saw it. IAAPA uh, were installed today, and they were kind of tweeting some pictures out, um, little teases from throughout the ride track. And uh, I mean, for Six Flags, it looks amazing. Um, it's I, I I really think. It's nice to see a regional park, two regional parks like this step up and put something, you know, really special, what looks to be really special together. Um, I'm hoping it turns out as well as it looks. And uh, I'm really hoping it ends up coming to Six Flags Great Adventure so I can actually see it. Yeah, (laughs) this seems to be one of those kind of uh, franchise attractions. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Knock down the stupid freaking uh, Dark Knight coaster and put it there. <laughs> God, that thing. I don't. I, I would say for a regional, co- uh, regional park, this looks probably the best we've seen since Dark Castle. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think it, I mean, and I think it could be better than Dark Castle because I'm personally not a big fan of Dark Castle. But well, Dark Castle is like the B-movie version of Spider-Man. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's amazing, and I love it for everything it's worth. It's like it feels like, and not only the B movie version, even the ride vehicles feel like some high school students threw it together and like weld shop. Yeah, it's, (laughs) but it's it's impossible to understand. Oh yeah, just I've been on that ride like six times, and I have no idea what happened. I've been on that ride like twenty times. I love it. And literally, it is Spider-Man. It is Spider-Man. It has 3D effects. It has physical sets. It has the vehicles that spin around and are motion simulators. But, like, the walls aren't that nice plastic and thick. They just feel like metal. (laughs) And they're they're magical sleighs. Right, Sean? Yeah. That's great. What were you going to say, Nick? 
No, and I just think it's it's bum rap that like Six Flags Over Georgia's getting the ring of the Ring of Fire thing that's been at every county fair for like the last twenty years, themed to the Joker and other Six Flags Parkers are getting the Justice League Dark Ride. Or Twisted like Green Adventures getting that stupid Ring of Fire too, dude. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is themed to the Joker though. It's got it's Joker's Chaos Coaster, is what they're calling it. I hate that they're calling it a coaster. It's barely a coaster. It's it's not a coaster, it's powered. Powered. It does no coasting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh moving on, uh let's talk a little bit about the Polynesian. Uh Polynesian, uh they just did their grand opening for DVC last night. Uh the bungalows are now open, so if you want to spend your life inheritance staying two nights at the Polynesian, you can now. Um so I have yes. a, I have an interesting question. <laughs> um, there's this weird thing that I either feel like this DVC option is either going to sell out the quickest it's ever sold out and just be a huge hit, and Disney's going to do this from now on and do everything like this, or it's just going to be the biggest belly flop in the world. I don't feel like there's no, any. Oh, that's going to sell, no. man. Yeah, there's no chance it won't sell out. Yeah, no. it's oh man, it's Tapali, man, and I'm, and it looks good. It's overpriced, but it looks good. And the man's there. People will pay for it. So I mean, I can't fault him for pricing it at that level. But I mean, they've done they've done good with it. Yeah, I, my my thing. My biggest complaint is I heard that the pool outside's not heated, which seems weird. It, it looks like a hot tub, basically, without the without, hot without the hot. So just be a tub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just seems I, I don't know. It, it seems to be a few weird things going on with it, but I don't know. Sean, do you want to turn off your uh, vibrator real quick? We can hear you. Yeah, that's because that was it. Was Mike? He's the only one that's going to be texting. He said, "Add him." Yeah. I don't want to add Mike. We're already recording. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, fine. I'll add Mike. Okay, but yeah. So actually, we'll add him after the Trader Sam's talks because I don't want to hear him complain. <laughs> um, so Trader well, Sam. No, yeah. we have before to before we move on. To, I've got a question uh, for you guys. He's our one-star fans. Yeah, that's true. Uh, sorry, Taylor. What were we going to say? If if you guys think the demand's there for Disney, do you guys think the demand's there for Universal to do something not outdoor in Polynesian, but like something to the same uh, scale, a timeshare type thing? Yeah, a D- sure. A DVC. A DVC. Uh, sure. Or like a bungalow. Which one are you talking? I was saying a bungalow, but we can go either way with that question. I would say bungalow, definitely. I mean, how yeah. cool would it be to have like, uh, Portofino? Well, that's the whole other problem. No. But... I mean, no. not, not necessarily a bungalow. Not, not, well, or, okay, then do um, Royal Pacific. Uh, I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking of a large, like, water kind of over-the-water structure. Yeah, but if, I mean, I'd be, I'm sure... The Disney fans will shit themselves when they hear this, but I'd be more mad if they put they ruined the waterfront of the Portofino than I ever will be of them ruining the waterfront of the Polynesian. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, like I think if they did something like a honeymoon cabin or something, I mean I don't know how you would think you'd have to theme it somehow to whatever you wherever you put it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be over the water. Yeah. Uh, um, I could see them eventually getting into timeshares. I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm, my my big thing with timeshares that, especially with Disney, is that that's just kind of been their 
MO for a while. It's just kind of like, hey, we're going to add more and more timeshares so our profit looks bigger. And we're just going to try to rope these people in without, you know, having to add more stuff. That's kind of how I've always seen it. I don't have a problem. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Vacation Club as is. It's just, it's the one thing that seems to have the priority and that that's what bothers me. Yeah. What do you think, Taylor? Uh, you know, I, I don't have a strong opinion. I think they have to get into it eventually. Um, but I don't know when and where. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't okay. know how they do it. Yeah. It, I mean, like, like if they were building it into Sapphire Falls, I think th- that would have been their chance. They wanted to add it, but I don't... I mean, and, but their resorts sell out. It's not like they have the extra yeah. space like Disney does to take down part of a resort and convert it. So, I I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's the problem with having a smaller resort. There's good things about it and there's bad things. Same way with Disney. There's good things about a big resort and bad things about a big resort. So, Okay. Uh, let's talk about Trader Sam's real quick. Uh, Trader Sam's soft open on Saturday. There's a bunch of awesome drinks. It seats 51 people, 80 outside. It looks awesome. Nick, are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to be there in about a week. I'm excited. What can I say? Uh, Sean, Taylor, any additions? I'm excited. I am disappointed that they don't I wish have the. Fun. I wish the, the cups were better. Yeah, because the, the, the pearl is plastic well, is only. Nick? Um, I understand like waiting outside for like a, like a themed environment or like a, you know, the next big attraction. But as far as a bar goes, I, I don't know. Maybe okay. it's just cause I'm, I'm not crazy about Disney or anything like that, but I don't know. I just don't see it. I think it's a really big kind of, we need to be there first slash blogger. The blogger. Yeah. 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 That kind blogger of reporting, mentality. that, that reporting kind of sphere thing going on. <clears throat> But um, you, you, there's also something about Trader Sam's that you don't get until you've been to Trader Sam's too. I think uh, it's good. I think, yeah. It's, it's I mean, not, it's not like don't think of like it's not a spectacular. It's gonna rewrite your world type of thing, but it's I like it. I think it's a very good themed bar, but I also think it's severely overhyped. Well, that too yeah. probably. Like it's it's a very cool themed bar. But Disney fans treat it like it's the be-all, end-all. And it's like, I don't know. I I, yeah. I think, I mean, it's also one of the, my most beloved properties of all time. But I love drinking in Moe's just as much as I love drinking in Trader Sam's. I don't know if I agree with that. I like Trader Sam's more, but Moe's is still really good. Like... I mean, Joe, I've talked about this, and I've talked about this on Twitter a lot. Like, I really like Trader Sam's, but I wish the effects weren't constantly playing. Yeah, I will say that. Like, yeah, that gets annoying. I hate every five seconds. Oh, yeah. Here's like, the thing, though, is like I didn't uh, have that when I was at Disneyland. It didn't go off that often. It, oh, they dude. went off a lot, but they didn't go off every five seconds. It, it was, was like constantly going. It was the shipwreck every like five minutes that when yeah. I was at Trader Sands. That was the one that was going off all the time to me. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm. Okay, I'm. I'm more okay with like every five, ten minutes kind of stuff, and that's kind of what I got. It wasn't every, you know, few seconds, and that's when they had like the special effects, like the bar stools, kind of doing stuff. So right, if that was, if it was, you know, every five, ten minutes, 
okay, but like it was just constantly, constantly playing, and it, I was just like, all right, all right, I get it, I'm out. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they're gonna handle that at Garag Garado. So I'm excited to go. I'll be there in a week. I'm super pumped. Can't wait. No, I mean I'll be there in a couple weeks when I'm down there. Yeah, definitely. I need to get that rum flight. Uh, I set. like the I like those glasses. Those are the only glasses that I are is are worth buying. I think. I think that's really nice, but I also want to get like the uh, hippopotami tie. Just because yeah, that, that one. That one's not bad, but I wish it looked like a hippo. Like I'd get it if it was like. Yeah. Themed after a hippo. Yeah, my only problem is, like, now they have, like, this giant Jungle Cruise kind of thing going on when everyone orders it and, like, these... I I don't know, I just saw a video and it's, like, all these dudes were doing it at the same time and I felt like they were all, like, the crazy skipper crowd, if you know what I mean, Sean. I guarantee I know every single person who was saying that. I'll send you you the video. Yeah. (laughs) So, are we done with Trader Sam's? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm adding Mike to the call. (laughs) Um, so let's continue on. Let's talk about SeaWorld a little bit. So SeaWorld, <laughs> how, how do you want to start this? Because <laughs> SeaWorld, um... I almost feel like we could do a whole show about this. I, I feel like so too, but I just want to touch on this ever yeah, so sure. slightly because I feel like otherwise we're just going to dive into a bunch of crazy stuff that I want to get into. So there's a new book that came out by, I forget what the guy's name Blaine is. Blaine something. Yeah, Blaine, um... Hargrave or something? Hargrove, because it's Mike Hargrove. Mike Hargrove is the uh, Indians manager in the nineties. Um, so yeah, something Hargrove, and he came out with a new book, and it, and he was a ex trainer and all sorts of stuff. He was on the Daily Show. He talked about how okay, this was the guy in the Daily Show. Yeah, okay. the guy in the Daily Show. Um, he talked about this stuff. He's very knowledgeable. And then what happened yesterday was SeaWorld knowingfully got like a portrait, like iPhone video. Of him, like, being a fake Southerner and using the N-word in it. And now they are taking to social media, including, I believe, SeaWorld Aaron account, is talking about how, well, why are you attacking SeaWorld after we expose this racist? Uh, You're just, you know, blaming the teacher after they gave you an F. It's these really weird things where SeaWorld's done this really crazy ad hominem attack on someone, and they think that they have this, like, down pat and people are just being like you guys they are think nuts. it's a magic bullet they think it's a magic bullet because they're like this guy just said the n-word oh my god we're we just won it's like okay let, let's pretend this man is a total racist just completely utter racist um totally inexcusable everything he says on that front is bad and terrible explain to me how that that does not explain to me how that discredits him as a marine biologist and helping whales and that book, basically, it doesn't. They're it trying. doesn't. It's they're they're desperate and it's they're an, looking for anything, man. They're looking for any life raft that they can grab onto. It's the def. It's the literal definition of an ad hominem fallacy. <laughs> I mean, look it up. It, it is that. It's yep. It, if you put it into Wikipedia, they instead of calling them a racist, they call them a fascist and say like, "You can't believe this fascist talking about blah 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 because he's a fascist." You know, it's like no. It's absolutely insane and crazy and one of the most desperate things I've seen in a very, it's, very it, long it's time. It's really sad. Very much so. It's sad that they have to, like, resort to this. You know, and uh, if if those, what the guy's saying is, like, actually how he feels, which I think he's he was just being sarcastic. But even then, 
it's it's it was wrong what he did and all that kind of stuff. But it has nothing to do with the SeaWorld situation. Also, is it wasn't there like wine bottles in the view and they were all oh, yeah. clearly drinking? Oh, okay. Yeah. So clearly he was at a, you know, speaking engagement, <laughs> completely sober, Still, talking about his racist you know, viewpoints. He shouldn't be saying what he's saying, but it has nothing to do with SeaWorld. <laughs> at all. It's and, not like he's saying fuck the whales. Like <laughs> <laughs> Or I'm lying in my book right. or any of those things that actually right. pertain to this situation. Uh, Taylor, Nick, what are your thoughts? Taylor first. I okay. I think the most concerning thing about the whole thing, and it's not even that alone, it's that when I, I went to my computer and I, I see this news and I see that SeaWorld leaked it out themselves, I'm not surprised. Like I just sit there and go, Oh, okay. Like they have like done so many like crazy just like out there strategies that it makes no sense. Like and just adding like if you want to do something like this, like if you if you want to attack attack someone's character uh, that relates nothing to what they're writing about, do it anonymously. Like do not like I have no clue why they want to publicly say, "Hey, here's this video we have." Like at least have deniability, so when you realize it's a stupid decision down the road, you can say, "Oh, that wasn't us." Like they, I don't know it. Uh. Um, just their whole strategy in general is just really befuddling. Even like their original strategy, and even the one they've adapted over the, like the past month with like the aggressive. Like I don't know if you guys have seen them, but like the Facebook ads and stuff now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah every it's... day. I, every day. Yeah. Nick, Nick, what are your thoughts? <sighs> Part of me kind of likes that instead of ignoring the issue they're trying to do something you know confronting and saying their point of view on it and getting it out there but they have done it in such a way that they've just completely screwed up on such a level that you know they they need to drop back and punt almost and try a different strategy because this isn't working either and i don't know what the answer is but clearly they they have not found what they need to do and i mean and I'm not one of the people who thinks that like they need to go and release the whales because I don't think that's an option because you know that's not these whales are used to being around man they're not gonna function in the wild like they're supposed to and stuff like that but there's clear that there's there's stuff going on on both sides that are not true and somewhere in between there's a middle ground and I, I, and I don't know how you get to that middle ground and get the truth out there but I, and I don't know. I don't know what to yeah. tell. I, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. Sean? Yeah, Nick. I, I I agree that I think they probably, I, they should have gotten out in front of this a lot sooner. Yeah. And I think their hyper-aggressiveness is kind of, they're trying to make up for lost ground. Um, it's clearly not working. I actually think it's making things worse. Because, um, I mean, I'm on, I have two Twitter accounts, one for theme parks one for not for theme parks and this past week i've been seeing people who have never comment on theme parks commenting on how stupid SeaWorld sounds right now so they're not helping they're not helping themselves they're making things worse yeah yeah i can i can back that one up like i have just friends who have no interest in theme parks at all that uh, I can like mention SeaWorld and they go, oh, those terrible people! Like they, they just like beat yep. the whales and like they'll they'll like. I mean, they have just this twisted view of SeaWorld. Um, I don't know. 
beat I just, the whales. I think what, yeah, well, hey, maybe. Oh, no. well, what other That's view why is there of SeaWorld? That's the only reason oh, hey, they have. There is no other view of SeaWorld. They have shitty attractions, and they kill whales. Like, what else do they do? <laughs> They're I think so positive. Well, you, no, well, there is a positive, and I feel like that's how they kind of blew things, is that they went for the bait. They immediately went, yeah. SeaWorld, whales, we're going for it, all the way. That's when you just, it, you pretty much sidestep the equation and you talk about, you, you really need that thing where you need to build those great attractions so you get the theme park people in who really don't even care that much. And right. they just want to go if for the theme park. If they had great rides, nobody would care. This, if, Antarctic, if Antarctica was good, this w- things would not be as bad as they are. Like, it'd be in no Orlando. different than the Baptists that hate Disney. Like, there'd be no difference. And also, but here's the thing, then they also needed to sidestep the conversation, and they needed to get out front immediately about every single other piece of conservation efforts they do with the releasing. That's what they needed to do. And that's the thing that I think is working on some level, is like them tweeting out about, like today, I think they tweeted out about Pelican that had a fish hook in its neck that they rescued and removed the hook and then re-released it. That's the things that they need to be focusing on, is what they do on that side, and not defending themselves on this other issue exactly yeah, i can i can back that one up the the most press releases we get by far like not even close is SeaWorld. like SeaWorld, like every day has something in my uh my emails about how they've saved you know a butterfly or saved like anything at all like i i get a memo on it and it's like hey we've saved this here's the image and here's like all the information please like tell everybody um and i don't know if you if you take like the, i think the core the core problem from of probably like the past year now is they try to appease the people who they're never going to appease until yep. the whales are gone. Like the whole large tank that does like, I, I was talking with another friend about this and it shows the people who are complaining that they're making progress, but the people who are complaining are not going to go, okay, That's you gave funny. the whales more space. Um, <laughs> now, now we'll leave you alone. They're going to keep pushing. They're going to push even more because they realize they've gotten to move a little bit. Yep. And I think if they chose to not ignore them, but chose to, you know, say those things aren't true, but then not choose to change their position because of those people and, you know, spend that money on an Antarctica that actually is cool. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, it'd, it'd work out a little bit better for them. It's kind of the classic you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. Right with them right now you, so. you just have to focus on the positives and they're not focusing yeah. on the positives they're just trying to neg- they're, tr- they're trying to counteract the negatives so that's the problem really i think right now my two cents anyways any other thoughts mike no okay great uh <laughs> moving on uh let's head over to the west coast real quick let's talk about universal studios hollywood they just opened springfield and it looks pretty awesome what are you guys' thoughts we have a nuclear power plant. Like, can we just... <sighs> Mike? <laughs> there are good and bad aspects of it. Oh, boy. Okay, Tyler, what were they, you, Taylor, what were you saying? Taylor, what were you saying? Nuclear power plant? I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's a pretty good effect. I like that um, their Krusty Burger is more isolated and expanded. I like how, See, actually... I don't all, like that. I like all, I hate that. I think all their restaurants being separate is great. It's not just a giant food court. I when hate you, that. It looks like individual places. It doesn't look like just... I hate that. 
it doesn't look like a food court. I I don't I. It looks like it's there are- it's the cosmic ray problem. It's whenever you like if I go with Jennifer and she doesn't want a crusty burger and I want a crusty burger and she wants chicken. Well, now we got to go through two different lines to buy our food and eat at the same place. It's okay. Fair enough. I hate that problem. Or you know, if somebody wants pizza in your party and you want to go get a burger, you're at completely across the street from each other. So that's I guess. I guess I care more about the enjoyment of the pe- – I mean I care more about the theming than the enjoyment of the people in my party. I don't know. Like <laughs> they can have a terrible time as long as the theming's good. Like I'm happy. So I don't know. And I, I need to see – I don't want to really talk about it because I need to see it in person. Um, I think the power plant is awesome and yeah. the effect is awesome and I think they should add that on the top of the current universal um, – Studios Florida building, just the power plant. That's all I need to see. I, I but the rat, it, it looks, I don't know. From pictures, I think it looks super messy. Like everything just stacked up on top of each other. Just, I, I, I need to see it in person. That's, I, I don't want to pass judgment until I see it on, in person, but I, I think it looks messy. Okay. I think they could have done better here because they have more space to work with. No, they have less. Yeah. Whereas it's obvious in Hollywood that they just, needed to put everything oh, okay. where it's almost like a flat wall, but it's three-dimensional because like it, they just don't have any room to go back further. Right. It's like, it's like a three-dimensional mural, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But I, I, again, I need to see it first, but it just looks a little messy to me. What about the layout of Duff Gardens there? It's actually an actual gardens and they have, I haven't the, seen that. Yeah. They, yeah I, I haven't like, looked I at either. it enough. It's, um, I, I, I like it, but the bar is set farther back and they have, um, Tables and, and they have stuff. tables in the front with grass, and the bumblebee truck is in the gardens Duff area. Gardens. That's cool, but and I it, like our Duff Gardens too. Yeah, I like our our, our shoreline stuff. Uh, ha, have you noticed though that w- their their Duff Gardens does not have any Duff merchandise like ours does? I did not. I did not see that. I don't even think it's open yet. Is it? That well, that area where um, you know, like this on the far right, if you're looking out from Moe's and you're looking at ours, the far right's where the store is where that sells just the Duff stuff. Yeah, there. That's the hallway that leads back to Luigi's, and that's full of tables for people to huh. buy pizza at Luigi's and eat, and then they can come out through Duff Gardens. That's weird. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So. I, I think it was a lot better than what was there. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. And also, they needed something to block out Harry Potter. Let's yeah. be yeah. honest. That's what, that's, that was, <laughs> that's what it was built for. <laughs> just to hide Harry. So. I, again, I don't think it looks... I don't think it looks bad, but I, I I need to see it in person before I can gush over it like other people are. Yeah. Oh, the irony I mean, I, of me gushing over it and you guys saying, wait and see, as opposed to me going, wait and see, you guys gushing over Orlando. Well, they built quite a lot, but maybe it's too much. I, and, well, and I like a lot of the little, the little things that you have to know the show to know. Yeah. I like that, and I love that, and I think that there's some opportunity for them to, around our Springfield, add some of those little, like a Dr. Nick office on the side of the Quickie Mart, or something like that, you know, in, in our Springfield. I don't know if they will, but they I think will. that some of those ideas can come. Well, maybe when they finally do something with Kid Zone and the area behind that, then maybe they can flesh it out more. I don't know. It all depends on what happens with that land behind Simpsons and Men in Black. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We have a Wait question about that later, so we'll cover that. Mm-hmm. So let's move back to the East Coast, the best coast. Um, 
from Orlando Informer today. Um, those guys? Yeah, those those terrible, weirdos. terrible people. Those weirdos. <laughs> Never heard of them. The worst. <laughs> um, there's some uh, talk about AP uh, annual pass holder rebranding. Uh, do you want to take take that over? Sure. Yeah. So we don't know a, a ton about that. We know uh, Universal sent out a survey uh, today that I didn't get. And did any of you guys get a survey from Universal? I've gotten one out. previously, but this one was uh-huh. mostly about pricing and right. um, yeah. This one was pricing and benefits. So basically, they just threw dice and said, "Would you buy a pass if it had this, this, and this for this amount of money?" And gave you five options, yeah. and that's it. That's what See, I got. those those ones are pretty common. Like they do that one for Halloween Horror Nights. They do that one for a bunch of things. But yeah. this one, I guess, was different in the fact that I didn't get it. But uh, I got a, I got some messages about it, and it was it was labeled as highly confidential, which is a little <laughs> bit out of character. They do they do one or two that are like confidential, but this one, like I guess, they added a highly to it. So maybe they thought <laughs> now people now Orlando Informer won't talk about it because it has highly <laughs> confidential on it. Um, you know, if they could just say share it with everyone, no one would share it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse <laughs> psychology, guys. So anyway, uh, we we from my understanding, it uh, talked a lot about uh, like the the way things looked. Like they showed images of different renderings of how uh, a plastic annual pass ticket could look. Oh, uh, oh and, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah, and and then have you had you choose the the better one and then they also did a bunch of different just free i don't know if it'll be free i shouldn't say free around universal but it'll be merchandise for annual pass holders um and then they showed like different renderings of like t-shirts pens uh mailers i'm trying to think there's a couple other ones this is like the regular theme park merchandise basically interesting i think that was just about the whole survey so it sounds like they're looking to change the program with more perks um, and then we kind of post about an OI and the, the feedback was, I, I happened to mention Hollywood getting rid of their annual pass and, uh, parking, like parking discount this week. Mm-hmm. So the huge focus was if they ever touch parking, like we're all canceling our passes, uh, was like the one main thought. And then the other and one, I bet like maybe 5% of those people would actually cancel. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, in a sense agree with you cause it's kind of like walking dead, like, Oh, if walking dead comes back, I'm never going to go to Halloween Hornets again. But I think there's. I'm never gonna go to Halloween Hornets again. By the way, if Walking Dead comes this year, anyway. Uh, I, Get so ready I to never go to Halloween Horror Nights again. <laughs> I, I think there's. Stop it. There's some people uh, that will actually mean it because that's that's you know like hundreds of dollars of a difference for some people. Yeah. Um, and then the other big thought was I don't really care about the free like pens and mailers. I want like actual benefits like uh discounts on alcohol or a like a private two-hour event you know once a month where annual pass holders get an exclusive ride or something i don't know it sounds like i can see that second one you're definitely never gonna get that first one (laughs) SeaWorld does it so everybody should yeah yeah i I remember SeaWorld needs to make every penny they possibly can (laughs) yes i remember a little while ago they sent out a survey uh similar to this but this was more of the what kind of benefits do you want to see? So I think they must have taken that information and are trying to apply it now. Right. They're trying to see, okay, what will work? Because I bet you people are like, we need plastic passes and we need this and this. And they're not like, okay, how can we min-max this the best? And I would yeah, raise, pass. raise the price by like 100 and then add plastic passes. It's probably yeah. going to be the, <laughs> the way to go there. But I guess the question is, what? what I mean, what actually do you think 
um, I'm trying to word this appropriately. What do you guys actually want to see that's feasible besides free annual passes and we get in for free and everything's free? I mean, <laughs> I mean, like plastic seems to be a big one because mine's wearing out for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah um, plastic for sure. I'm pretty happy with everything we get now. So the plastic pass would be fine. Like that'd be enough for me. Yeah, I really don't need any, anything more to be honest. Just, yeah, I, the only thing I would say that we need is just like extend the free parking to the hotels. I yeah. just don't want them to think about annual passes. I just <laughs> yeah, want them to forget free. they exist. The part no that first of all that's not Universal's decision. Yeah, but yeah. Second of all, Cabana Bay is fucking ninety dollars a night. <laughs> no, they're going I just up. not. No, it's yeah. I, I haven't been able to find a $90 rate in a long time. That was back when they're having problems filling the rooms, and now come this Halloween, it doesn't seem like they're they're sensing I, the same problem. The, They've raised booked, it by like 15 I booked a $93 room for in three weeks. Well, yeah, I could see it in three weeks, but like Halloween last year time. was like in the 90s, and this year it's like in the 110 range. So they're definitely going up in some some points, and that, I think that's just a result because they didn't get the performance they wanted to start. And now they're starting to see it. I mean, Uh-oh. I paid a hundred and twenty something in February for a room at Cabana Bay. So, with annual pass holder rate. Yeah, next weekend we're paying like one ten something like that, Nick. That's night. still, that's but that's still a steal. that that uh, it's more than that. But it's also the uh, sweet. The but break. yes, yeah, and we and we know what Mike's gonna say. Mike said, "What? What, what were you gonna say? What was I gonna say?" It's still cheaper than anything at Disney or with cheap, with parking, even if you pay for parking. I was going to say that. I don't know. It sounds it's, like I it. would. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just a, I know that like you don't y'all don't drive down there. I, I, it, it's, I it is a it is a nuisance to you drive like very rarely, Sean. It's a it's a I, nuisance. To, I, to, get, I have a car nearly every single trip. <laughs> Well, he means it's when. he he means that he Nick drives down. You get a rental car. Yeah, yeah. That, it is a nuisance to know that I've paid to park there, but I'm still having to pay to park there. But, I mean, and I understand it, and I don't have a problem with paying to park because it's it's not a full price of parking, and it's fine and all that. You know, I'm not I'm not really I'm not complaining complaining about it, but it is. It's something that goes through the back of my mind that I'm like, well, I'm paying for something twice because I already have an annual pass. I I don't quite understand the price increase for parking unless the only yeah. the only like logical explanation besides more money uh, is they had to add those you know like emergency like call things to the middle of the parking lot because well because of a lot of reasons. But anyway, uh, so maybe they're trying to regain the, the all no. the costs of. Putting those little uh, emergency those emergency blinkers for all their little problems they had, which eh. every every hotel charges for parking. Disney's is just bundled in, embedded, embedded in. So and that's I all. Need... That's all I'm asking. Embedded so, in, so I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pure in, so psychology. It. It's pure no. psychology. Exactly. Keep it out. Yeah, just, no, yeah keep it out. In. <laughs> it in. If I keep have it to out, pay it, everyone has to pay it. I don't care if you have a car or not. You have to pay too. <laughs> when everyone's special, no one's special, Nick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you guys want to see from AP stuff? Just leave it alone. Leave it I'd, alone. I'd like to see them improve 
the current offerings they give, like those annual pass events, um, they've progressively gotten more annual pass holders, and in return, those annual pass events have gone haywire most of the time, especially Halloween Horror Nights being the biggest example by far. Uh, like, it was a complete mess for some of the weeks this year, uh, or this past year, and that's just because they they sold out, I'm pretty sure for the first time, of that little event, and they, they have to run it through, like, Central Park, and it's a whole ordeal. They need to just rethink that whole thing and figure well, out a way to do th- it without people. I think playing. they need to rethink Halloween Horror Nights in general. There you go, yeah. That's well, we're, getting to, we're getting to that in a second. Yeah, so. I know. Um, you know what, there's one thing. There's one other thing. Okay. I'd like to see a dedicated um, AP turnstile. Yeah. Yes. The logistics behind that would be huge, but I would love to see that. Yeah. It would be nice. Um, next up, everyone's favorite topic. La- uh, last week, <laughs> was it? Something yeah, like sounds, that? sounds right. It, f- it feels like eons ago. feels like it was a fucking year ago. Um, Halloween Horror... Uh, not Halloween Horror <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights has it too, but no one cares. Uh, Rip Ride Rocket, Metal Detectors, boom. Uh, I-, I think we can all agree and say that if you want to get things out of people's pockets, not everything in their pockets is metal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but the shit you have to worry about is. Yeah, but even then, but even then, not everything is made out of metal. So my shank isn't metal. Pick <laughs> and throw stuff at people. You can get non-metal things and throw yeah. them at people. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. It, I'm not going to ride and, your and, butt rocket. And again, cool. and again, they tried it again. Uh, I believe a few days ago, uh, yesterday or Monday or something. Um, Seth Kaberski tweeted out about that. It just yeah. seems like they're testing it out. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. I I think the problem is that that ride is that and Hulk are above pedestrian areas, and that's the problem you're going to get now. Yeah, who would have thought that was a bad idea? Well, I don't know. Got me. I know I know the solution. It's not mill detectors. It's called rip down the ride, eh? Fuck that shit. Hulk's <laughs> awesome. Well, Hulk's or good. I'm talking about Rip Ride Rock. Just don't let guests walk under it. <sighs> or put a cover or something. Yeah. I think yeah. long term, that's the solution. So to me, it feels like, and I don't think this is, it felt like this from the get-go, but now I'm finding out, I don't know if this is completely too far off, but it feels like someone walked into the situation that wasn't in the situation to begin with and said, hey, why don't we try this? And yeah. uh, not being familiar with the the, char- the characteristics and kind of the workings around it. Um, and I think that's kind of what, we got as a result kind of like a a short-sighted uh illogical kind of idea where there's a lot better solutions like covering nets like there is so many better things you can yeah, do it, it, just like the water bottle situation this isn't going to be permanent yeah and and it's, take a deep breath it feels like the like so they took someone from Halloween Horror Nights operations and put them into yeah. regular park operations. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I exactly what I was thinking. Was it's like somebody's trying to mark their territory now. They got new turf and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna solve this problem, I'm gonna do it now. Okay, let's let let's let Bob have his one like six hour stint <laughs> of having this things up. We'll show him it's a stupid idea and we'll take him down, okay? <laughs> it seems yeah. like that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, it is it is a dumb idea. Can we all Yes. Agree with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's terrible. It's whatever. It's a bad idea. Sean's it's a universal fine. apologist. We all know this. No, I just don't give a <laughs> shit. It's it's not a big deal. People are it's just whatever. <laughs> my my thing is that like I take everything out of my pockets except for my wallet. Right. And I don't want to take my wallet out, and that would make me take it out. 
Why? I don't know. I just always... You have metal in your wallet? It's... I do, actually. Well, let me look. Where is my wallet? My wallet... <laughs> oh, it's crossed I got, my bed. I can't get to it. You're not sure? I got, I got my wallet, like, when I was a groomsman at my, my friend's wedding, and it's got, like, a metal plate on it with my name engraved in it. And it also has a magnet in it because it's got a money clip in it. So I used to that's have, a double. I used to have the Penn and Teller uh, Bill of Rights in metal, so it always gets stopped in uh, airport security, but that faded. Um, actually, no, I don't think this does. I have the Gringotts wallet, by the way. So, actually, I don't think there is metal. Yeah. I, uh, I have the wallet. Gringotts made and wizard proof. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the people at the magic shop in Hollywood, like, told me it'd get me all kinds of girls. So I was like, okay, guys, I'll buy it. And, uh, <laughs> it, it didn't get <laughs> nothing. It burned my hand once, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's depressing. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Yeah, let's move on, shall we? Um, there are some new rumors recently about the King Kong attractions. Oh, there we go. Throw my wall across the bed. At Alan's Adventure, um, Mr. Mr. Tebin at Orlando United, another website that we have no idea what's going on with and never heard before in our lives, um, is reporting that there's some sort of like international influence with the attraction. And uh, our other buddy, Quint, uh, posted the link to the website for the company Creature Technology, which have done a bunch of uh, puppetry and stuff. Uh, they're almost like a Michael Curry kind of group. Um, these guys did the Kong uh, puppet for the Broadway show. They also did, I think, the Sochi Olympics stuff and a few other things. And um, they have a theme park page. And on the theme park page is a giant thing saying, coming soon, and teasing a bunch of crazy stuff, talking about how it's going to be audio animatronic and other cool and things. giant and yeah and crazy so uh taylor what's your thoughts on this uh i've o- i've only seen its back but its back looks pretty cool so um i don't know i i like it a lot better than screens uh so if they can integrate the two i think that's the the way to go in the future just in general um and if they if they need to go international to do a good job of that then that's fine by me um but I'd never heard of the company before uh, today. Yeah. Like an hour ago. Uh, yeah, Nick, Mike, Sean, what are you guys? Well, the, looks good. They, it's good. <laughs> the Kong puppet for the broad, or it's not on Broadway yet, but it's going to Broadway. Um, the musical is, I mean, amazing. It's breathtaking, really. Um, if they can get the, you know, obviously they have to realize that this is going to be something that's going to be working for 10 to 12 hours a day, 365 days a year. So I, I cycling every few minutes, if, right. if not more frequently. So re- reliability, I, I hope they're ready for that because I'm, I assume whatever they do, you know, everything they've done so far is probably mostly stuff that works maybe three or four times a week for two hours, you know, um, so that's, that's my biggest concern, but I think the, the potential benefits far outweigh the potential negatives, because if they, if the facial animations for this Kong animatronic are half as good as the ones on the, um, musical puppet, I mean, it's, it's going to be an all timer animatronic and, you know, it, it could be really special. Or they could add strobe lights to it if it doesn't work. 
<laughs> or what they can do is actually build in an access garage in the back. So if it does break down, they can replace it <laughs> instead of having oh, yeah. to take apart the coaster. <laughs> Mike, what are your thoughts? I'm just ready for this attraction to open. I'm ready. I always need. We're this. a freaking it's announcement. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm ready. Bring it on. I'm ready. I'm ready. You guys, you guys thinking it's spring or uh, after Halloween Horror Nights announcement? Jesus. Who, who the fuck uh, I don't know at this point. Flip a coin, maybe? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I could see it being spring because we saw that Jurassic Park kind of thing they were talking about, which I forgot to put in the show notes. It was announced today on Untapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a special my, banana beer. <laughs> <laughs> my understanding is that the plan was like, you know, four months ago or so. So it's it's anyone's guess at this point. I think, I don't know, I think they're all winging it. Like, I don't think there's any firm plan anymore they need to just sack up and be confident about things and announce yeah. things don't be afraid anymore universal you got this exactly. we believe universal in you. executives listening <laughs> you can do it <laughs> you're listening guys y'all got this you know there's so many rumors that it's like are they waiting are they gonna wait to are they gonna be like try to be trolls and wait till d23 rolls around and then when Disney's like, oh, here's Star Wars stuff that isn't opening for five years. And they're going to be like, here's all this shit opening in the next two years. Like, that would be cool. But, but, but the thing is, they have enough to announce this now and then have no, something I know. to announce then. No, I know. They can wait and save Wondersea for then. Or yeah. Volcano Bay or whatever. Wondersea, you know, that the Project 611 coaster that everyone's talking about. There's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's just, it's annoying. Not to get too off topic, but I think if you look from the – you take a step back and you look at their schedule of announcing things, I think what might have messed them up would have been Twister's replacement and yeah. then uh, there is another one too. What's the – oh, Kong. Yeah, Kong is the other one. And then you push them both back. Yeah. And then you take whatever firm plan I'm sure they had that they probably would have broken anyways, but you, you throw it into, you know, a little bit of jeopardy just because, you know, what do we do now? Universal move the dates and all that. I don't know. I think that probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I, I could see Twister having an impact on that, considering what we heard was going to happen and then what didn't happen. Yeah. Well, the original plan was to have it down by Halloween. Yeah. And then, you know, that didn't things happen. happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Things happen, we all to know. Say the, to say the least. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Taylor, do you want to close us off with uh, Universal Orlando by talking about Halloween Horror Nights 25? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I, actually, can, can you start, and then I'll add on? Because uh, sh- I, I haven't been reading much. Sure, so why I not? Don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to say anything that is too out of touch. Oh, darn. With what's being talk- talked about. <laughs> Um, so I guess the real, real big thing that we heard recently, Sean, if you want to chime in or tell me to shut up, uh, we're thinking how many houses now, Sean? Can we say? Uh, uh, well, Drew from OU got information, I think from like some worker at Universal when he called about AP packages or something, uh, about nine houses. Um... I will say I have not heard that there will be nine houses. <laughs> I would say if I was a betting man, there won't be nine houses, but who knows? Um, um, I would I would love for that to be the case. 
Yeah, take um take the thing we just talked about about stuff happening, um, and then add it into that, and then <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think Mark, our our one of our writers over at OI came up with this theory, and I have no idea where he got it. He probably just pulled it out of the sky, but he he kind of speculated that there might be something in use or occupied or just not available uh, when Halloween Horror Nights comes around. That usually is. And if that were to happen, then you know, maybe that ninth house they had planned has to become the eighth house because somewhere that was going to be a house isn't a house. Yeah, I kind of... Yeah. I, I, that could I, be I get what two you're things. And I could see it. <laughs> At well, least. That could be that three. Could be three things. Yeah. No, that could be three things. Three or four uh, or five. Could they be could be tearing down all the sound stages, too. I, I, I get where Taylor's going, and I'm yeah. inclined to agree with him. But, you know, Halloween Horror Nights is one of those things that's an afterthought, as much as I hate to say that. Um, it is. You can look back to, what, 2012, I want to say? Whichever year House of Horrors was, when they designed that one in one week. Uh, and, that and that was one of the job. best houses that year. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, part of that is, you know, when Universal does that to art and design, they ha- they can do things that they can't normally do. Like, they can say, okay, well, if you're going to kick us out of uh, whatever soundstage was that, Transformers, I don't 44. remember. Yeah, there you go. If you're going to kick us out of 44 after we've started building the freaking house, you're going to have to let uh, let us make people duck in our house. And they go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's positives, I guess, out of it, but... The 44 house is probably pretty cool. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. no, I like house. that idea. That would have been, probably been cool. Yeah. I wouldn't I'll, be surprised I'll for it to come it. back eventually. I'll take Transformers. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But they could have waited. They could have had the decency to let, you know, let our design finish and then ignore they taxes. Them taxes are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But pretty, pretty much every expansion plot affects Horror Nights right now. Anything right. in the future. Whether it's this, that, or the other thing. It's, they're all in the way. Yeah. yeah. They gotta, they gotta figure something out. It's so weird that, that Horror Nights, is, like Taylor said, is the afterthought now because like... It still <laughs> makes six, a ton of money. Six years ago, it was the only thing keeping yep. them afloat. <laughs> there you go. Like the the shift is this insane, and now that's like the biggest the biggest topic is you know what do we do when Universal takes away everywhere where we build Halloween Horror Nights, and then there's been some like crazy like just back going back to House of Horrors again, um, when they were trying to decide where to build like the extra house that year after they got forty four taken away from them, they were like talking about things like uh, adding like a tent in next to a soundstage like over where the sound stages are. That was keep in mind that's before. Uh, Hogwarts Express and all that and then there was talk of uh, the soundstage they use for private events next to the New York facade or library 33. facade 33. yeah there you go 33 yeah. there's talk of that one but then you have the problem of taking that out of the picture for all the private events which they yeah. do at least a couple a week and that's like elaborate setups and then the flooring is that isn't set like there's nowhere there's no great uh, answer to their problem besides two parks which they don't want to do but even then, they're going to be in yeah, trouble eventually. soon. It's a bandaid. Everything's a bandaid. It's yeah. I like, and that I always, I always talk about this, and it's something that I don't think anyone really talks about. I, I think everyone, every Universal fan knows in the back of their mind that it's probably coming. But like, ten years down the line, what? Where's it going to go? <laughs> like, 
Mm-hmm. Where is it going to go? And does that even happen? No, it happens. It has to happen. They can't yeah, get rid no, of it. But... Like, they literally can't get rid of it because people will freak the fuck out. People and it makes a ton of money still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it makes money, but even more than that. Like, I think that would piss off fans more than anything they could possibly do. Could you guys see them making a drastic change to Halloween Horror Nights within the next 10 years where maybe there isn't, I don't want to say maybe there isn't houses at all, but maybe the houses are very different or something yeah. to answer their problem without just, you know, building new locations for houses? Yeah. I, I, they're going to have to do something. <laughs> I mean, I've I've thought of that too. I've I've also thought that the longer house this year was that a test for something in the future, you know. Well, that was tweeted. That yeah. was treated as yeah. two houses. Yeah, I know. But is that the direction they go? Make a couple of really really it, big yeah. long elaborate houses and then do more in the streets. Yep. Or do what? Because, or do what? Uh, Studios Japan does, and they have even though their versions are weird, you know, alter the attraction somewhat. Yeah. Well, they they do that. They've done that before in they Orlando have, yeah. and in Hollywood. So back at the and start, that, they did that. And there's that other rumor too floating around about an overlay too to uh, an attraction. Yeah. So Nick, that was in a confidential, <laughs> highly confidential I, survey. I did, I did not reveal any highly confidential <laughs> stuff. I just said that it was mentioned. I didn't Listen, say it was in it was. red. <laughs> Yeah, if that shit happens, I'm flying down the day it opens. <laughs> the day it opens, I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep outside the park the night before. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, anything else with Halloween Horror Nights 25? I mean, um, Walking Dead. Walking. Uh, I. <sighs> oh boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you jerk. Um, the, the, the It's not going. To, it's not gonna go away. <laughs> it's gonna go away. Until until people stop watching that show and stop coming in record numbers to the park. For... And now there are two shows. That's yeah, what I was right. just going to say. Wait until next year when we have a house for both shows. Yeah, like, stop. It's, it, it's not going to stop. It's not going to just, just – just be thankful that it's no longer like um, two years ago when it was literally the entire event. Well, it's getting better too. The – you know, back <sighs> – Okay, okay. Hear me <laughs> out. Here we go. I understand it's not getting better, but it is getting better. Uh, the like the the relationship with AMC has definitely improved yeah. over the yes, past this is true. three yeah. years or however. I'm starting to lose count, which is a terrible sign. But uh, <laughs> the the first year when we did the disaster queue and all that, uh, that was Bad. just the like the relationship with AMC like. Think of it like I don't even know how to compare it. It's like if you tried to make Disney and Universal work together. Like they were on <laughs> complete opposite. Like like AMC was you know probably like let's do Walking Dead and you know like it, like Universal just had a complete different ideas. And I think and I could be wrong about this one, but if I recall correctly, and it's been a few years, I think that was originally going to be a generic zombie house, and then they got the Walking Dead approval like you know halfway through. So then they go okay now it's Walking Dead, and they had to kind of shift some things around but as far as leeway um they've grown over the past couple years so it's getting better while it's getting worse i guess is the bright side i I agree that it's it's the quality of the houses has gone up significantly but at the same time they're just so boring 
Hey, oh, my face was in the last one. Don't talk like, like that. One. I mean, the house last year was amazing as far as best. detail and quality, but the scares just zombies cares? are not scary. You, uh, they're not even scary on The Walking Dead. The, it's <laughs> the other people killing each other that's the part of Walking Dead that's good. The zombies are just there. Yeah, Walking Dead is a drama on the characters, not the yeah, zombies. yeah. and it's which not is the zombies. yeah. Which the most confusing part is when AMZ walks in that relationship and goes, "Hey, you can't use our characters, yeah, but uh, you can use, you know, the background actors." Like I, I yeah, 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 okay, good talk. <laughs> and we're moving on. Um, anything else with Hollywood Horror Nights? I'm ready. Ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Want to do some questions? Five months, three weeks. I'm ready. Let's do it. Is it that? Oh man, it's gonna be here quick, isn't it? Yeah. That many questions. Oh, Halloween no. Hornets. Yeah, Halloween Hornets. Yeah, no. <laughs> Joking. Uh, starting we'll, off... We'll see, we'll see Taylor passing by as we're in line again. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> you guys probably saw me more in the house and, compared to like me actually at the event, which is really sad. This year we'll actually, <laughs> we'll actually meet up. Yes. Knock on wood. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> in passing. We'll meet up in passing. So, starting off, uh, let's start off with two questions from Ken's story. Real quick, uh, what happened to the kids to- the kids zone project, and what is the next major amusement brand to enter the Orlando market? Uh, nothing happened to the kids zone project. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's just when just when it's gonna happen. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I guess there's a lot of stuff about it closing sooner than it actually is, but I mean, we thought a lot of things would close sooner than they actually well, are. Yeah. Since the- it's starting. It's starting to heat back up. Like I, I hadn't heard about it for like oh, since you know Howling Hornet started, and everybody was like, "Oh, Kids End's gonna be boarded up," and then you know it wasn't boarded up. But uh, it's finally starting to heat back up, which doesn't mm-hmm. really mean a whole lot yet until you like actually see something happening. But right. but it's it's, it's, one it's still of those on the radar where they know it's an issue. They're working on it. It'll happen when it happens. <laughs> I honestly right. believe they just don't have enough contracting firms in Orlando to deal with all this construction. <laughs> they just can't keep up. Yeah. Not even contracting, just like internally too. Like yeah. they're, they are they're like doubling the size enough. of like most of their departments like every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, Kong will be at a stage soon where I think they could do something else. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, what was his other question? Kids the next know. major yeah, amusement next major. friend. Thank you very much. I, I already removed it from my favorited list on the thing, <laughs> so sorry. Oh, what's the next major amusement brand to come to Orlando? Uh, does he mean uh-huh. like like Six Flags or... Does he mean like Hunger Games or what? The way, yeah. the way I thought of it was like what's the next major uh, company to kind of go into iDrive or somewhere in Orlando since uh, a bunch of companies are at the moment mm-hmm. is how I looked at it. Which my response to that would be I think they have to start being careful because so many have jumped uh, jumped on so far yeah. that if, you, if they go too far in at once, I think they're going to start cannibalizing their own market because – they're starting to cover like every end. Like they've got the Ferris wheel and then they've got like the, you know, huge zip line and crazy, you know, thrill stuff. So, you know, if you're not careful, you're going to have too many, too much thrill stuff or too much Ferris wheels. And then I drive is right back to the crap hole that it once was. There you go. It being a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I worry. I, I hope, I hope they kind of ease off of, of this after the, you know, the, 
polar coaster or whatever the right. hell it's called. Um, I will say that like a Jekyll and Hyde club would be kind of cool over there too. Like something along those lines. I don't That's know. kind does of a theme entertainment thing. Does I'm that eat off, off of mangoes? I just can't. Sorry. I'm going to be that guy. I'm not, I'm not leaving the resort. Yeah, I, that, that's my problem. Is I don't know if how how well Jack on High would do outside of Disney or Universal. If I'm at Disney, I'm staying on Disney property. If I'm at Universal, I'm staying on Universal property. I can't. There's just no time. Yeah, I don't have time in my life for these to, for these ventures. It's because you don't bring a car. If you brought a car and you paid for parking, like you know, all the good visitors, <laughs> you, could, you could go and see the polar coaster and the Ferris wheel. And when I, I go through no the nights, it's like you're there from park open till midnight. Yeah, so especially like, during no, hard yeah. nights. There's, there's no just time. no time. There's barely time to eat. Like there's just no there time. Like, uh, like when like, we were well, down not there, robots like you who don't need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we were down there in February, though, like we went past the Orlando Eye, and Jennifer was like, "Oh, they built an Ferris wheel." I was like, "Yeah." She said, "Okay, I guess that's kind of <laughs> neat." You know, because Jennifer's not all into everything like I am, so <laughs> but she she tolerates my interests. How about that? But um, I, I I just I think that there is gonna be a certain amount of a pool, but for people who go down, I, like annually, they might do it once. But then, how many times can you go around the Orlando Eye without seeing the same I'll, thing? Wait, I'll comment on this. This everything on I Drive is not for American audiences. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or family, for, or families even. It's for no, yeah. I, I don't agree with that. But um, it's for the it's Brits f- and it's for the Brits who Brazilians. were there for four weeks, the Brazilians who were there for weeks. Like it is not. It's I'm not saying people like you know Americans won't go, but it's not for the we're here for a week. We need to get everything done. Crowd. It's for the people who are there forever. Yeah, that's true. I think I think the big question mark with the Orlando Eye. Not to get too specific, but uh, there's a similar one in Vegas that the name's escaping me right now. But that one did not meet the uh, predictions at all. Like it, it really struggled to start, and I think it still is. And part of that is probably because of the Vegas market, and it's different than Orlando. But you know, part of that, like they, they had, I think they just knocked the price for locals like in half. Um, because once you go out of season, you know, it's yeah, kind nobody of, does it. Yeah. Because, like Sean said, you know, if it's only the foreign travelers, then, you know, once you're out of that season, what do you do? You know, you've got all these locals who probably aren't going to ride, you know, once or maybe twice. And then, you know, you might have to start, you know, knocking it by 50% or 75% doing Groupons and all that. Madness. Yep. Yep. Any other opinions, guys? That's way too much time when I drive. Okay, (laughs) and we're moving on. (laughs) Um, From uh, Tom Stidman, he's asking... What do you guys think is Universal Orlando's biggest challenge at the moment? You talk a lot about Walt Disney World challenges, but not by univer- not about Universal's. I think we just talked a lot about Universal's challenges. Oh, Universal is perfect, this. really. <laughs> In every way. Disney's the devil. I'll Space. No. Space. Space. Confidence. So. No. Confidence, and I think there are some uh, dinosaurs in management from the old regime that need to be cleared out. Okay. I think there's some people that were put in charge of the parks who don't really still get how to run parks, and I think that needs fixing. They were put into metal detectors. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the, the, the biggest thing. And this also plays into the confidence factor because I think I think there's people running Universal Orlando Resort who still don't see how strong Universal Orlando Resort is and how they need you know, they're they need to run with swagger and be a theme park instead of this business who you know just kind of was petering along. I th- I think it's time for new blood in the the managerial ranks. You put people in who were there for maintenance mode and try not right. make sure that didn't fail, not company on the up and movement right. and trying to expand. I'll I'll tackle it. What I think is a huge challenge for them is their uh water park, if you want to call it that. Like the the things they want to do with that are either going to go really well or really bad. And I think that's probably where a lot of their manpower and focus is right now because, like, just the logistics, operations, the things they want to do with attraction shows, like, everything is just a lot more than they've done before and a lot of ideas that are heavily funded and kind of, you know, just they could go either way. It's a lot of things that no one's ever done before. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, next. Um... An uns- <laughs> oh boy! A unsurprising question from OU Mockingjay. So, <laughs> what do you think? All what do you all think of the announcement that there will be a Hunger Games ride in Dubai? <laughs> Stupid. I made my I made my Hunger Games views very clear. I enjoy the Hunger Games, and I think Hunger Games is possibly the worst property for a theme park of all. Besides time. Walking Dead, Walking Dead. Well, Walking Dead. okay. Walking Dead. <laughs> I, I I actually theoretically don't say they're, they're don't similar. Say it. I'm not saying Walking Dead's better, but I think they're on a very similar plane because they deal with kind of really ridiculous violence that should not be in a theme park. <laughs> yeah, human pain, suffering, misery, all all sorts of fun things. Mike, right? Like, sorry, Sean. Hunger Games is about. PTSD and the horrors of war. That is not what I think of when I think of a theme park. <laughs> Mike? I think you could possibly focus on the revolution aspect of book three, but obviously the first two books are out of the question. <laughs> it's just, you can't do that. Sorry. Okay. Nick? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I understand it because it's going to make them money. It's going to make money right now. Is it that I big in Dubai, though? Really? Well, I, well, Dubai has a lot of British tourists, too. That okay. A lot of European tourists go to Dubai. So that's the thing to keep in mind with that. But I don't know. I, I, I like the Hunger Games. I've read the books. I've seen the movies. I like it. It's good. I just, I just don't know how, how viable it is long term. Yeah, know, that's this another last question. movie comes out. But... Yeah. They're, they're, um, Lionsgate has already said they're going to extend the property. Like oh, Mockingjay Part Two isn't the last. They're making. They're going to make spinoffs and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but w- the way I look at it is kind of like a, a Saw franchise. Like I. Yeah. Like no one thinks about Saw now except at Halloween. Like it's over, and it was it was great, and the house was okay, and you know, it had you know some fun times, but I don't think it lasts too too long. I don't know. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, next question comes from the Mac Machine on Twitter. He asked, why can't those Disney heads accept criticism? I take crap for liking Rocket all the time, and I live. <laughs> well, first, 
you like Rocket, so you deserve the crap that you get. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Does um, he like Rocket before metal detectors or after metal detectors? <laughs> probably all the time. He likes it, you know, in a box with a fox, everything. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, it's it's just a fan thing. We, you know, we, we, we get out of shape sometimes with people when they talk about universal it's just it's not a it's not exclusive to disney fans it is what it is and we all like disney i think that that's the thing that people don't get we we all like disney i don't think any of us hates disney yeah i mean my my three favorite parks are disney parks yeah (laughs) so it's just we're disappointed in what's happening at disney world yeah 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 and we just and we just see it going like this is something that's crossed generations for us, and now it's something that is just honing down and not speaking to people, either us or our families, because it's not speaking to my family anymore. So, yeah. I mean, even then, I'm still excited. To, I'm going in three weeks, and I'm excited for it. You know, I mean, I'm excited to go to Trader Sam's, but that's about it. I don't need to go to the parks. Ugh. The Frozen sing along? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Typhoon Lagoon. Oh, nice! I am much better than Trader Sam's. Yeah, well, we already, we already had the Trader Sam's to talk before you joined for a purposeful Excellent. reason. Yeah, um, Mike, that's why that's why we weren't adding you. <laughs> I think I'm even more meh about it now that it's open than I was before. Like, I just okay. Don't thank get you. It. Okay, we don't need to hear more. I do. Uh, I now, don't get moving on to the next question is we I have from. It. From uh, Jagville28 on Twitter asks, uh, do you see the entrance of E.T. being moved into the Garden of Allah? No. 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 No, not happening. Okay, next question. Wait, guys, wait. Maybe yes. it could No, okay. No. Um, next, <laughs> the next question. Uh, the Mac Machine, again, asks, um, uh, will Universal ever open new attraction without any formal announcement? Uh, no. No. <laughs> mm, defeats the purpose of the attraction. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. So... It wouldn't be an attraction. It'd just be a ride. It would exist. It would be fun spot. It wouldn't attract anybody. Oh, I see. I see what you did there. Nice. I see what you did there. Very nice. So uh, that's all I have. Uh, Taylor, where can we find you online? Sure. Wait, so we're, can... not, we're not answering Lane's questions? No, we're Lane not. Lane has questions? No, Shame yeah. on you, Joe. No, I'm Shame not answering his you. questions because one of them was like, what drinks do you want to have when we're down there? And the other one was like, what raft do you want at Cabana <laughs> no. Bay? I was actually, it's, I was ready for the raft one. questions. Okay, the raft one. Here we go, guys. Okay. It's the 38-inch tube. Uh, they sell it at Cabana for $8 plus tax. I don't have that memorized. It's in front of me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you want a tube, probably 38 inches. Go on Amazon right now. But make sure you give me commission because I'm telling and it, you to. It, it wasn't what, what are the top three drinks it's the top three places to drink at universal okay which i was just gonna plug an oi article i was gonna be like hey guys okay then do that okay <laughs> plug the article yeah so no, i'm like, answering like... the fucking question <laughs> go ahead sean <laughs> antihitos obviously yes. ding ding Come on. gotta gotta get that sriracha mama yeah the horse you rode in on also a good choice oh well, that's also a very good choice uh Gotta go, gotta go, Fountain of Fair Fortune. Yes, sir. Gotta get that Wizard's Brew. Come on. And I'm gonna go a little, go a little off the beaten path from for some people who are listening that might not be Universal fans. But I'm gonna go the Watering Hole at Jurassic Park. Very oh. good, very good. Happy hour. Gotta go see Merrick. Merrick. There's no happy yeah. hour there. I think. No, not anymore. They used to be. No, yeah. Go. There's still happy hour at uh, the water at uh, Backwater. Don't tell them, Joe. Backwater. Yeah. 
Don't tell them, Joe. <laughs> Annual passes don't exist, and there's no <laughs> there's no happy hour in Backwater Girl. So let's. Whatever. I'll throw in my uh, my not those choices would probably be. Um, I, I'll just pick one then. I'll pick uh, Finnegan's. Nick, uh, shout out to uh, Shay Alcatraz Shark Bite. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, you're right. Mm. That is good. Or Shark Attack, whatever it's called. Shark, shark Attack. attack. Shark that's attack. An I, awesome looking drink. I love. Joe calls it Shark Bite, and it messes me up. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I screw up everything. You should not be surprised. <laughs> also, um, uh, Hopping Pot and Diagon Alley. Uh, Found a Fred Fortune's better. It has Sorry. the exact same stuff with less of a line, and it's you know whatever. Uh, yeah. But it's outside. It's hot. It looks team <laughs> butterbeer card. Okay. <laughs> so Taylor, what's going on with the, that story then? The the bar one. Yeah. Oh no, Sean stole my thunder. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and Wizards Brew is the is the goat. It's the greatest of all time. Oh, uh, I'm a I'm a dragon scale guy. Uh, it's still good. Hashtag, hashtag Joe is wrong. It's still good. I just prefer like drinking. It's like I'll have hey. a wizard's brew. It's very good, but I, you know, it's like, hey Joe, what we we've got to try the Deathly Hollows when we're down there. Ooh. Oh yeah, I want to do that. I think they totally made that up. I, I, I saw it again today. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I just feel like they made it up on April so. Fool's sure Day. You saw did. it? Yeah. <laughs> no, they did it like a month ago. Also, it, yeah. it's the half and half at uh, Hogshead or something. Half, no, it's like no, three things. It's a, it's yeah, a half and oh, half. There are half. three hollows, bro. <laughs> I know, but I just thought they named it whatever, so I didn't it's know. It's a third, third, third. I just You're not even it. a real fan. I, okay. It's like, <laughs> go back to Disney. It's like 33%, 33%, 33%. We don't know what the other 1% is. <laughs> and the best Magic. places to drink are obviously Moe's and then Hogwarts Express and Green God's Duff, Line. Duff Gardens. Duff Gardens, too, is nice. Yeah. Uh, where else? That's about it, really. Yeah, Antihitos. What about cowfish? Is that pretty? That's probably some pretty good drinks. But yeah. We haven't been there yet. Uh, cowfish is too mainstream. Mike, shut up. That is the traitor stands of universe. No, how I about can't accept how about it. no, no, no? How about uh, Chop Chop? They have unique okay. drinks. Really good. It's like way the hell out there, dude. Yeah. No. What about that was even there. It's like way the hell. Jake's Swizzle. Swizzle? Oh, Swizzle. How do we forget that one? Yes. Swizzle. PBR in a bag. Woo, woo. Jolly Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag uh, Jolly Holly. Hashtag Jolly Holly. Uh, any other questions that we, I didn't ask because I just Joe, skipped over them? what is the meaning of life? Uh, good friends, good fortune, and trying to be remembered after you die. There I'll you go. That. Hey, okay. well, we've got so- a question. What is it? You guys want to answer this one here? Uh, sure. I don't want to talk about it. Let's see. Someone, I think, messaged the OI account. Yeah, or okay. me. I don't know which one. Someone messaged someone and said, uh, "Any this just popped up. Any idea what the new coaster next to Montu will be? Go, Bush Gardens. There we go. They already announced it. <laughs> what it's the like fuck is Bush Gardens? Fourteen hour. Yeah, I know, guys. Yeah, it's it's going to be the across the United States one that States, was on the right? Onion. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like how they waited to post that till today when that's been out for at least a couple months now. That was my favorite part about that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't. Oh boy. Uh I I don't know. It, it'll be a coaster. It'll pre- no, it'll be another. It'll be a a copy of the one in Busch Gardens Williamsburg, whatever it's called. That's Tempe what I. Yeah, whatever. That's what I see. The the tall things that they spin on the outside of it, and they just go up, and it's like in one spot type of thing. It's not like a true coaster. Oh, well, it's you a think coaster. It's be like Diavolo or whatever. Like the Green Lantern thing at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah, yeah. that could be that. Or uh, or Antarctica, they could move it 
<laughs> Rebrand it. Still, oh, still penguins though. Oh, that. Oh, rod. definitely, yeah. No, That's Madagascar. Yeah, there you go. It has to work. They could replace uh, King Tut's tomb there with Antarctica. Or King Kong. Freaking Antarctica, man. Ugh. It's such a. It's it's uh, it's it's uh, it's special. I had such hope for that. We all did. Uh, we all did. What can we say? Never trust Sea World. Never. Uh-huh. Never do. I'm telling Clearly. you, they beat their whales. <laughs> <laughs> Shave the whales. I had a black eye. <laughs> all right. This is this is good. Okay. Good stuff. So Taylor, where can we find you online at? Uh, if you if you want to, which I don't know why, uh, it'd be PWT101 on Twitter, uh, and then. Orlando Informer is at Orlando Informer or OrlandoInformer.com or a bunch of other sites that probably don't matter. Uh, but you can find us, hopefully. Yeah, we're the Yeah, if you're planning a vacation at Universal and you somehow listen to this and you don't know about Universal, <laughs> uh, we'd be the place to go. Um, and you're just like confused about like everything. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go in al- alphabetical order. Nick, where can we find you at? Mike would be first. Oh, yeah, Mike. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. I just have Nick, I have Nick up first and then Mike. Sorry, my apologies. Nick, where can we find you at? Well, unless you're doing it by last name, then yeah, I'll go first. Uh, anyway, uh, 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 um, at Partscope Nick on Twitter. That took a while, didn't it? Yeah. Sean, where can we not find you on Twitter? At Lou Mangiello. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, Project Lou. Uh, Mike, where can we find you at? At WWMagic underscore Mike. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Uh, in a few weeks, we'll be back from our Orlando trip, and we'll talk about that. Mike, do you want to lead us out? Boycott Trader Scams, Kongaloosh. <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> Good talk, guys. <laughs> <laughs>